Big Sloth. Is it for real? We used to love it, then we wash it now. We don't know if we like it. Is it for real? You're listening to Is, is it for, for real? real? Slower oh, today. <laughs> I think you had this a little lag, for- Philip. Uh oh. It's okay. <laughs> Go ahead, Katie. And Katie. <laughs> and Bridget. Look, this podcast is organic, okay? Yes. If you don't like organic podcasts, don't listen to this podcast. Katie, do you want to intro the film? Yeah, we don't need any of those preservative podcasts. Yeah. Um, yes. So this week, in honor of Father's Day, we're doing the Michael Douglas. No. Uh, Keaton. Michael Keaton. Originally, Michael Douglas. Oh, Nobody? he was? Yeah, no? that's his okay. actual name. Michael oh, Keaton. So I, it's too deep of a cut too early. Uh, Michael <laughs> Keaton. Warm me up. <laughs> Mr. Mom um, from 1983. Three. Three. Yes. Um, and, and Phil, do you want to intro our introers? So, um, yeah, I figured why not for Mr. Mom? it in Father's Day to get a father. So got my dad and my sister that were down uh, chilling in Georgia. So Papa S and Tracy S, uh, take it away. Hi. Hey, how are you? <laughs> Doing all right. This is Tracy S. And this is John S. And we're here to discuss Mr. Mom. It's Happy Father's Day. <laughs> Happy Father's Day. And this is an awesome movie. And it's all about dads, dads yep. stepping up and being part of a family. Dad, dads are important. So it, it it's one where I had to go back in my memory to kind of pull some things forward. And I add that to just being a dad of the 70s and 80s uh, and 90s and now currently. And a grandpa. Yeah. Let's, let's talk about the movie. Sounds like a plan. This was a 1983 movie, so I think I was what seven or eight, and not I'm, that old. I'm now 74, and and it's memories, whatever. But I do remember Michael Keaton, and he gets role reversal, and that's not uncommon for papas, especially these days. You know what what does it mean to be um, a dad, and how do you deal with the role of being a mom? Well, I remember in the movie is the interactions between Michael Keaton and the kids, especially the one child with the blanket and how attached he was to it. And also the creative way to make grilled cheese sandwiches when you're crunch for time and you're not really adept to making food. That's what irons are for. That's (laughs) right. No, it's one where uh, we have to think about you know, those issues of diapers and everything else. And, and you know, being a father, uh, and I, I think about the first time we, we took our sweet daughter into the doctor for her first visit, and I was sitting with her in my lap, and she surprised me with a package. And it was <laughs> like, okay, so this is what it's like being a dad and a mom. You know, and, and I guess I learned that moms have a tough job. But dads can do it, too. Uh, We appreciate uh, being asked to kind of come in on this. I hope everyone had a great Father's Day weekend. And we'd want to wish everybody happiness and health. Exactly. Take care. (laughs) Thank you. Bye. Yay. That's delightful. That was so cute. How fun to hear both of their voices. That's great. 
happy Father's Day to your dad and to you. Yeah, and to you, Philip, and uh, all you. the dads and, and grads. Happy Father's Day all around. <laughs> oh, yeah, dads and grads. That's right. That's a thing. Yeah, dads, grads. Yeah, we leaned into the dads this year. I feel like we did grads last year. So Yeah, I mean, there's still time. It's still June. They had That's their true. chance, you know. Yeah. But yeah, we get, we get to give it up for the dads this year. Um, so, so Katie, you want to start with levels? Yeah. Um, man, I think I'll make my level. Um, it's only Monday, Mr. Mom. Um, because when I was living not too far from Georgia in um, Jack's Beach, Florida, that song, Mr. Mom, I don't know if you guys remember, there was a country song that was very popular Hmm. and it was playing on the radio down there a lot. And it had this like corny little cartoon. Yeah, maybe. Um, but it, it basically like just talk, it basically just is this movie, <laughs> um, about looking the classifieds and like the crayons go up one drawer higher and all this stuff. So I don't think I thought I had never seen this. And when anybody ever said, Mr. Mom, I like knew that this was this film, um, that was supposed to be very funny with Michael Keaton. And the only thing I kind of knew about it was the song, but then upon watching it, almost everything was familiar. So I must have seen it like in the background um, or something, but I was excited to watch it because it like, yeah, it wasn't familiar to me. So I guess I've watched it maybe twice, but the first time I don't remember. I think my level is going to be Alex P. Keaton, (laughs) Michael Keaton and Michael J. Fox, because this as a child, those three names, I just didn't understand. And I thought those were the same person and I didn't quite realize that there was a difference. Um, and so I know who Michael Keaton is formerly Michael Douglas, apparently. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm assuming he had to change it cause there was already a Michael Douglas who was yeah. famous. Okay. I think that's exactly it. And also a stage name. Oh, Michael Douglas's stage name yep. is a stage which fun name? fact. So is Michael J. Fox. He's actually Michael A. Fox. We've had and we've yeah. had this conversation. Right. We don't need to revisit it. But yeah, Michaela Fox. <laughs> Michaela but, Fox. Yeah, I have I I definitely have heard of this movie and I know that it's been on HBO now Max for a while. And so um, I also wanted I was just interested to see it because I, I remember seeing the cover of it probably at Blockbuster um, a few times in the late 80s. But didn't I don't think it was just ever chosen so it was brand new to me um and yeah it was very unfamiliar but um very exciting to watch I definitely watched this movie a bunch growing up uh I was very young and probably didn't understand most of it um yeah I remembered some things like the blankets but I think my level is going to be just obstacle courses at Mm. work parties because the bar was raised real high for me (laughs) and nowhere no job has ever come through with an actual obstacle course well i volunteered with katie's and we've done that yeah you're a volunteer for my job (laughs) that's true yeah but none of my jobs (laughs) that's true offered me an obstacle course at like a work event um gotta get into uh, advertising apparently the job of the 80s Oh, man. (laughs) So this movie, yeah, it has Michael Keaton, Terry Garr, um, who's listed as C-A-R-O-L-I-N-E. And also they write, he writes that at some point, which is Caroline, if you ask me. But she's called Carolyn throughout the whole movie. Interesting. Yeah, right. Caroline. Caroline. Huh. 
So anyway, I just wanted to see if artistic license, artistic license. We have uh, Ann Jillian who plays Joan and uh, good old Martin Mull. Um, Love him. So good. Gotta love him. And Christopher Lloyd. Yeah. Would get an old smoking jacket if this was by our old rules. That's right. <laughs> we haven't been giving out a lot of smoking jackets recently, but so I was I wanted to give him an old smoking jacket. We had a few left over in the closet and he's going to he's Christopher Lloyd. He's like, you know. So, oh, do yeah. you guys do you guys know the other two ones? I guess my guess is Jeffrey Tambor. Oh no, the other oh, no. two the other two oh. movies for Christopher Lloyd. Um, that we watched. Who framed Roger Rabbit? Yes. Oh my goodness. I can't think of what oh, the other one Clue. is. Oh, and Clue. Yeah. Good. Oh, Katie, you nice get the prize. Thanks, thanks. I mean, I know that we I do want to do prize. the Adams Family at some point. <laughs> the prize is a movie written by John Hughes. A Million Smoking Jackets for John Hughes. <laughs> yes. John Hughes, Mr. 80s dad, um, who loves an 80s dad. I guess up for the villain, which makes so much sense, up for Martin Marlowe's part was Dabney Coleman, which is like, yeah. of course, of course. I mean, it basically is him. I'm glad it wasn't. Yeah. I, I, I honestly don't know if I could have stood it for the same character. I know. It is kind of very similar. And the very I, I, this is also very interesting to me. It's produced by Aaron Spelling, mm-hmm. um, you know, of all of that sassy 90210 Melrose Place fame. Well, and then I was reading, I guess, that it was written by John Hughes, and then he was offered the director role and didn't want to do it. Is that? He didn't want to leave Chicago, apparently. Right. Too I many just a little trip over to, to well, I'm really glad that it wasn't directed by John Hughes, because I, I think it had a gentler touch. There was a few moments where I was like, was that John Hughes? Like a boy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like a, yeah. yeah. Um, the opening credits or the opening scene, I just wrote, this music is a vibe. It was so saxophone. Yeah. It's, I mean, speaking of Alex P. Keaton, it definitely had this like 80s sitcom Mm -hmm. vibe throughout. I think of this, this like sadness that I'm addicted to. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? It's like, I have to watch this, but that makes me feel sad. I felt a different way with that much saxophone. I was like, it makes sense that they had three kids, you know? There was was a lot of sensuality. Mm. More, you know, I I appreciated that. It wasn't like, oh, we're married and have three kids. No, no. We're dried up. It was like, no, we had three kids. (laughs) Yeah, totally. We're going to make more. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they probably will. I mean, that baby's really young. They kind of, it's like every two years. Yeah. The baby is, um, what's the baby's name? Oh, Alex and Kenny are the other kids. Well, what's the baby's Ma- name? Isn't it like Little Maggie? baby lady. I don't know. I think it's Molly Little or Maggie Little baby or lady. <laughs> All right. Well, she's. <laughs> Megan Butler. Well, yeah. Megan. And played by twins. Oh, Courtney White and Brittany White. You have oh. to do that. Those are some real 80s names. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> you know why you have a lot of sex and make a lot of babies? Because your wife gets your shower ready for you. Um, when she said your shower is ready, I was like, oh. who, how, who, if anybody else is having this where your spouse preps your shower, uh, let me know. No. Um, no. It's yeah. very unnecessary. Of all and of the things that well, water could do for somebody. Oh, yeah. There's a whole thing with steam in that bathroom where they're they're using a lot of water 
they steamed steam, up their whole of- house like even a sunbeam <laughs> through their house it's like are they smoking cigars in here in the morning the whole house is just like well it's interesting you bring hugging. that up because i jeff and i made a lot of comments about that like their house is very shadowy and it is yeah. it is almost lit like a play in a lot of ways where you like mm. intentionally put like haze into the space so that you can like see the lights oh. and um I just don't think they make movies this way anymore. Like where you were like seeing very deliberate shadows. Yeah. House felt like it was like lit from like above with like a bright fluorescent, like a bright light of some kind. I don't know. And it made the house feel, it's an interesting house. Cause like, I guess in some ways like juxtaposed to the home alone house and maybe it was the cinematography. It felt dark and shadowy and like a very nice house, but it's also like pretty cluttered. Like it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't like, so new it wasn't so polished it was interesting i i enjoyed yeah. it it was lived in it was lived definitely in. lived in yeah so jack goes into the shower in his pajay pants who does that who goes into the shower in their pants jack by the way Michael he Keaton. did he didn't yes. even take his yeah. pants off he because i was like oh are we gonna get a butt like at the start of this movie but he goes into the shower wearing his pj pants and then is like oopsie and then like takes them off in the shower you can't see it and then flicks the wet pants over the top of the shower so they're kind of already put painting him as a little bit of a mess yeah Yeah. i think so he's a robe man which is just he's wears the shit out of that robe yeah oh yeah he is a he's a road man yeah like he's a he's a hard-working guy so he he doesn't remember he's going in the shower in his PJ pants. He's tired. He's, yeah. got, he's been working hard. And, uh, he, you know, he's so tired, he squirts baby milk in his coffee. Um, oh, yeah. But he, he does it on purpose, I thought. No, right? no, no. I know. But he, it's like it's like because he's so sleepy, he doesn't want to, like, mm. get up get and up. get the, the cream. He wants to, like, just use the baby milk. Is that breast milk? Could be. I really don't like that no <laughs> <laughs> well, it's father's day so as a father sure. like are you mm-hmm. is that does that gross you out or that's like you're around all the time it doesn't matter and i don't even mean i guess like that's maybe an intimate question because it's breast milk i just like i really wouldn't i don't like that i mean oh i i'm dust i'm not philip so i'll let him i mean uh we formula fed um but, but even so, I would not want formula, like anything that's going into oh, a baby's mouth. I tried mouth. it. It's nasty. Yeah. It, right. It's so gross. Um, yeah. So no, I'm not squirting that in my coffee. I mean, I, I drink it black anyways. Um, yeah, that's right. <laughs> there, I, I, like I definitely coffee. understand that people, uh, you know, try breast milk because they're like, it's one of the most natural things. I mean, we drink freaking mucus from cows utters and people are like ew gross breast milk and it's like well you you're drinking like cow milk from hormone cows who like roll around in their own poop all day long what i mean i think it's more that it's been in like a baby's mouth (laughs) so you're upset about the baby (laughs) i think parents at a certain point are a little over that that here's another and this is gonna be baby i can attest yeah that's mm-hmm. what I think that's a thing. Like, I think I've never not gotten into the baby spit thing. I'm like, mm, I don't need to well, share. I hate eating after anyone. Yeah. My, my relatives, my sister can it, attest. It, if, if she ever wanted any of my food, takes the smallest bite and I won't eat any yeah. of it. Yeah. I've gotten over it a little bit with Alva. Yeah. Uh, but it's taken some work. Okay. So you, you don't finish other people's food? No. Uh, 
I will, but I won't touch what they've bitten. <laughs> Interesting. Mm. Here's, and this is maybe, well, we'll probably talk about it throughout, but like the other gross out factor that like, I don't know if I could do is like that mechanism that you put up a baby's nose and you suck out, uh, you suck out the snot. And of course it stops before it gets to you. But I'm like, I don't know if I could do that. Like, <laughs> oh, I've never done the, I forget what the, the pump. I would we, do the pump. I would pump it out, but I've like, done the that suck out the suck. We had like, like three of those i forget what they're called they're like nose bjorns or something like that it's <laughs> not that but um yeah well katie you know you eat some really weird stuff and yeah. you poop and pee in the woods and i think you'd get over it. bears i'm know. sure i'm just curious is is yeah how quickly you do get over that but anyway um michael keaton got over it real quick <laughs> i guess <laughs> mm-hmm. He he's he's sort of like, you know, we're we're seeing them like having their little breakfast in front of the TV. And then he goes outside and the guy throws the newspaper and he like mm-hmm. catches it and does a football dance. <laughs> I, I thought that was fun. I thought that was cute. Yeah, yeah I do. Cute. I enjoy their like flirtatious humor. Back yeah, and forth. I, I like that. And then we kind of get into this like 80s work carpool. Oh my which God. Like, which, by the way, like people should carpool more today, yeah. but they don't. I think yeah. it became very popular, I felt like, for a while. And people yeah. were like, I'm tired and selfish. I don't want to carpool. <laughs> I don't love it. And as like an environmental person, it's oh, I've yeah, done he it used for a to while. Carpool. Right. Down to an- Annapolis. That was fine. It's just, I don't know. I tried it when I was a teacher. Hard. Yeah, it was hard. And then you're always like waiting for somebody and you can't be on your own schedule. And you're like, yeah, yeah. it is. It is a challenge, but a sacrifice for the environment. Yeah. Mm. Um, and then we, yeah. So I guess they're, they're in Detroit and he's working at one of the big like car manufacturers, I guess, as an engineer. Um, and it's a little bit of like a bearing the lead because they have him on the factory floor with all the sparks flying, but I guess he's kind of the so supervisor. Oh my gosh. I kept well, on waiting for him. No, there's a line that says he likes to get down on the floor. Every once get down while. on the like, floor. Yeah. Right. yeah he's like an everyman. Elbows dirty. Kind of pretending um, to see Rocky. <laughs> right. And then of course it wasn't the direct movie after this, but he also did the movie gung ho, which I don't mm. know if you guys have seen, but it's no. also about like a failing it. It's a Detroit fact car factory that gets taken over by japanese company and they have oh, to like meld the cultures hmm. i remember more from that movie but yeah it it was interesting it, he basically did them almost back to back interesting hmm. so but i i like this scene where he was like pretending he had he hadn't seen where he had seen rocky and i like yeah. these guys he's like he's not seen rocky yeah factor. like what, what, what which rocky was it well who was just in tell it? me is he Mohawk? a coach or not yeah, yeah. that was very funny um and of course we we didn't want to leave out that he's in the carpool with jeffrey Tam- Tam- tambor jeffrey tambor jeffrey tambor <laughs> tambor tambor i can't say it jeff jeffrey tambor right jeffrey tambor who's the bad um, guy and One christopher lloyd and, and and another guy yeah another guy <laughs> who i don't know so jeffrey tambor fires everybody yes he apparently has the power to do that because everything is a problem uh, right. And they they strangle him, which is yeah. I guess I know. Like the whole like sin, I guess is like one guy. I mean, Christopher Lloyd's like, why didn't you tell me this morning I was being fired? And he's like, I couldn't until it's final, which is probably very true. I mean, later yeah. on, you kind of get the the sense that maybe something nefarious is going on. But at this sure. point, it's like, well, people can fire people. Like, what do you want him to do? And like, yeah, it was it was kind of disappointing that the 
like acceptable reaction in this movie is to strangle someone literally try to kill them yeah and i think it was clearly for comedy but it was i know it was was pretty intense did you see the the joke from like coming from a mile away that was just like what do you mean like stop strangling him it's like well i'm gonna strangle him now you know like once (laughs) yeah basically yeah so he he gets home and he's sad and it's kind of dark out right it's like how did he work all day after being fired but his little family's at the door like all dressed up and like i know waiting for him to serve colonel chicken and i guess the, is that kfc do we think <laughs> yeah i do but i i don't i don't know if it was called colonel chicken or they couldn't say colonel yeah chicken. i don't know but then I guess he it made me feel better that he told her because when he got first out of the car, it looked like they had gone out drinking. Yeah. And like it's like, oh, God, just going to stumble home drunk like after being fired. And but I think he wasn't. Um, and then. And we're back. Uh, in case you couldn't tell, um, <laughs> I had to run down to the basement and Mr. Momet against some sort of beefy monstrosity. I think it's a septic tank thing. It Oof. stopped doing whatever it was doing and we're back. So Hey, way to uh, go. I know. <laughs> I pushed a button that stopped the beeping. That is That's awesome. All I did. You're better than than this Mr. Mom who had so many repair people. Um, oh my gosh. Yeah. But we'll talk about them in a minute. Katie. But anyways, Katie. <laughs> I think where dogs. we were, I think I was it talking is about chaos how- tonight. It is like <laughs> chaos trying to record this podcast oh my gosh um i was glad and impressed that it it seemed that michael keaton had called his wife terry gar to tell her that he had been fired because i started to get bummed out about man this like affects their whole life like um don't just make it about you but he he called so they were prepared to eat colonel chicken and the kids were (laughs) not supposed to say he had been fired you've been laid off i guess right yeah, um, there were several moments in this movie where it's like, oh, my God, they're going to have a whole thing of like hiding this. And they're just mm-hmm. like, nope. Um, yeah. And this was the first of them. It's like, ah, I don't want to have the whole like, yeah. how is yeah. he going to fake not being fired? And they just like, nope, they everyone don't. knows. And I yeah. loved it. I loved I it. Too. Yeah, me too. So then we kind of get the the conversation between Carolyn and Jack where she's like, you know, I could go look for a job. And he's like no and then he's like yeah let's bet on it let's bet who gets a job first yeah um, and, and she then gets... they get the kids involved which is yeah. not cool she's like well, this isn't healthy i'm like yeah this is not healthy this was the the second one where i'm just like oh this is gonna be annoying and then it's like cut two she wins the bet totally like, thank you yeah. for like i agree on that one she wins the bet he's totally fine with it he's like please take the money you know anyway so that yeah i like that too um, and then we get to see him at drop off, quote unquote, doing it wrong. He's like at the wrong end of drop off or whatever. Very much in the rain, in the pouring Detroit oh, rain. I know. Um, I, know. I do. I do love this. I think that drop off is like very cultish yeah. and there's like there mm-hmm. are a lot of rules. And I mean, as a former teach high school teacher who like sometimes got assigned to like parking lot duty with parents like it is and that's high school so that's like even a whole other yeah but yeah it's a very serious thing (laughs) yeah also like repeating you're doing it wrong for a time lead with what you should have done yeah right you go in that side like not you're doing it wrong okay yeah should i be wearing a hat like what is this um yeah and then we flash to terry gar at the new job which is 
at a smoke factory at, at like Mad Men. Yeah, it is just every single person has a cigarette or cigar, and it's just like, oh, oh my god, how did we live like that? Like it's and so no windows wild. and no anything. I oh. guess. Do you think people just stopped smelling it after a while, and they just didn't even smell it? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think it so. Had to be infused oh, with so everything. Yeah, I can't I mean, imagine was... being able to think. Yeah, everything is upholstered, so you know that oh. smell was deep, deep so inside. Gross. Oh, so gross. And so, yeah, she's um, gets thrown right in by old Martin Mull, who this is his well, advertise. Oh, first we get this weird smarmy like british lady the the short hair oh woman, yeah is she Martin like, Mull's, like mistress or something i didn't really get it i don't know no, i thought she was like, like the, the evil queen assistant from like yeah. superman 2 or something like that i felt you know what oh. i'm talking about yeah i don't but okay. <laughs> i don't <laughs> yeah no uh, i don't no. but i believe you okay yes. well yeah she looks like it. she's not a check there's um, just always these like women being mean to women. Like, she oh, kind of seemed like the Bridget Jones person. Yeah. Like, who told you you could do that? And it's like, yeah. Martin or uh, Ron Richardson, another alliterative name. Ron. I know. I do think it's, I mean, you can tell it's written by a man because it's like, this is how men think women treat women. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, ugh. It's like, totally shittily. <laughs> yeah. And uh, okay, so so she's in this. Like, I just I don't know this '80s advertising thing. I mean, you, I think I've mentioned my affinity for Full House in the past on this podcast. Oh, yeah. But watching Uncle Joey and Jesse navigate the world of the advertising and like it was just always oh, yeah. like storyboards and like storytelling and live action, a lot and, of like, drawings, so yeah. much drawing that like win loser draw style, like. Yeah big paper with thick markers yeah, like totally. everything so these like this tuna campaign is what they're working on for schooner tuner which which like what a missed <laughs> opportunity to not say schooner tuner yeah but it's like schooner tuna schooner <laughs> tuner gonna do your gooner dooner, oh dooner, dooner. and basically like you know martin mall's like critique the tuna ads um and like Wait. there's a lot of like when, when you say martin when you say Martin Mull, you mean Jean Parmesan, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's Jean what I mean. Parmesan. Jean Parmesan. Jean! I know. Yes. There's a lot of scenes in this movie that have people laughing like clowns. Like, boisterously. That was kind of my note, too. It's like, like hyenas. I, I can't follow this joke or what's funny about this. Like, it's like, thank God we don't have the Cheerio campaign. Like, what are you talking about? Like, yeah, uh, I didn't really get it. I think I think we're just supposed to understand that she feels like out of out of place and like she's being laughed at, which she is for no reason. <laughs> but yeah, I, I didn't also didn't get it. It's very inside baseball slash admin stuff and that seems kind of john hughesian too that like oh, yeah. over the top laughing at somebody it might as well be like in high school like pushed right. against a locker it's that like you're gonna shoot your eye out yeah <laughs> people are totally. like fish, fish eyeing into you yeah um, then we get like the cut to dad who is like trying to be a dad at the grocery store um with the kids and he, like, I mentioned this the other day about men dropping things at grocery stores. Oh, yeah, that's right. Picking things up behind them. And then today, like, I was in a long line full of people trying to pick up my lunch. And a man 
just walked in front of me and a man <laughs> behind the counter helped him. And I was like, there is a line, like, look, and sorry, this is not a man specific thing, but no, I'm very proficient at the grocery <laughs> store. And I'm just like, Oh my God. Like and the guy was like, Oh, sorry. <laughs> like, you? I'm like the Sorry other guy is to blame he should have said go to the end of the line <laughs> on the other hand i was at the post office today and i was so disorganized that they asked me to step out of line even oh. though i was the only i was the only person there <laughs> they asked me to please like sit near the counter in case stand outside can. please can no. you step really outside and fill out your paperwork they were really nice i was so panicked because i had to like renew a passport like a passport and it just felt like so it felt so nerve-wracking and so um i mean it was 10 minutes till their lunch it was two people helping one person and they were doing a wonderful job but they're like can you just step over there in case someone else comes <laughs> I was like, wow, bags and pens and like not knowing what was going on. Mondays. Yeah. Monday, although totally. it's Wednesday. And like my bike helmet. I was like soaking wet. <laughs> it's like, well, yeah. and, and like the people at this grocery store are mean, like those grandmas at the deli counter, yeah. like mm. rude. Yeah. I don't really like the deli counter anyways, because there are too many choices. Um, <laughs> that was a lot of deli choices. Like. And the way she was saying, like, Swiss cheese, blue cheese. I'm like, nobody orders blue cheese at the deli counter. Or Come like on. Certainly cheese. not a pound of it. No. Like, slice. Yeah. Eliminate a sliced, <laughs> thinly sliced I thought blue about cheese. that. Like, I want many... banana bread, cottage <laughs> yeah. cheese. Yeah. Um... And then put it all in the same bag. Yeah. <laughs> it felt, like, so urgent. And I guess the thing was he just couldn't figure out. He just wanted to make the right choice, so he kept on pivoting meats. Yeah. But those Although grandmas this... don't have anywhere to go. Like, I think they would have no. helped him. I think they would have helped. Yeah, him. I think they would have helped him too. But I guess but it's this... not funny enough. Yeah. This also that, reminded me of like John COVID, world. COVID grocery store times, mm. where you're just going for holding your specific breath. thing, and they don't have it. No, no, yeah. no, not that. I'm just like they don't have something, and then you have to go to a different thing, and it's like, yeah. Well, if they don't have ketchup, what do I get? <laughs> right. Do you want me to get what? tomato sauce? Yeah. Oh my god. Radish milk. <laughs> oh god. Um. So I did like. I liked this like funny moment where he like goes to pay and then like Kenny's missing from the cart. And, oh my god. And it, and then there's like a kid there and he's like, "Who's this?" Anyway, and he says Stephen. Yeah, he says Stephen, and um, and, and then he then... trades trades Stephen for Kenny. <laughs> he trades him. Uh, we also get to meet Joan finally, glamorous Joan, yes, with her breasts abound. Now, breasts Joan, and mom hair. So much mom hair on Joan. Yeah, uh, she's like doesn't look like she's doing anything at the grocery store, but causing trouble. Like it she, like she even shopping. Went, it seemed like she literally went shopping because she knew for he'd men. Be there, yeah. And like, is Joan divorced? Is that what we learned about her? Is she like, does she, she have does... kids or does she just hang around? It sounds like, like she's divorced. I like to think divorced. she doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> I hope she's just sort of like, oh, I man. don't know, trolling at the men's store. Yeah. Well, I was thinking it. I mean, I was, uh, yeah, she's obviously this like vixen villain. But at the same time, too, I was like, man, she's the villain, but she's probably just flirting because she probably just needs financial security in this world. Do you know what I mean? It's just like an interesting way to be like, she probably I'm I'm sure she could, you know, take or leave Michael Keaton, but I'm sure her situation, like she is a single mother in Detroit, you know? Yeah, that's true. And if it's such a hard job market, like they've really established that it's like the economy is like, yeah, not the economy, 50 good. cents on a can of tuna will 
help you out. Yeah, totally. Or maybe Mr. Joan is still around. Could he's be. into it. I think she says a line that the other woman, the, the, um, maybe the, uh, the drop off cousin, cousin Eddie. Oh, was saying, yes. Oh, right. yeah. yeah. She was saying nice. like, yeah, we nice were married pull. two once. Like, she's like, he's married. Yeah. It's like, we were two once. It's like, so I think, mm, I think okay. there's I a lot that. of divorce. Yep. I think she killed her husband. Maybe. Mm. With tuna. Yes. <laughs> too much tuna. tuna. <laughs> too much mercury. <laughs> and then her husband died. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, I think the next scene is like mom coming home from her hard day at work and the kids are in the bathtub. With face paint and socks on. Well, I was I I was having a nostalgic moment because I had these bath crayons mm-hmm. that we used to just write all over the wall, and they were we soap, I think, right? And you could draw on your body. They I never showed up like quite that. as vivid as that. It did look like they were covered in paint. So the next day, uh, Carolyn, or I'm going to call Caroline in protest, I know. Um, yeah. gets picked up for work in a limousine yeah. by Martin Mull. Bum, 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 Jean. And a kid, <laughs> a kid answers the door, which is like such a funny 80s tactic. Now, like nobody answers the door, but. No, like, somebody rang my door the other day. I looked at the people and was like, nope. I know. I was like, <laughs> my doorbell rang the other night and I was like, look through the people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally. like, yeah, it is interesting. Like, I think with texting. Yeah, with texting, right? It's like, well, I don't know who it is because they would have like called or texted. Right. I'm not um, expecting anyone. Yeah. yeah, it's an interesting change because, yeah, all this, we used to ring doorbells or it was so exciting to see who was at the door. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And then we get the chainsaw bit where <laughs> So he switches out of his robe into mm-hmm. costume change into overalls, weirdly buttoned. Oh, very and weirdly chainsaw. buttoned. Backwards yeah. lion's hat. Um there's all these facts in the IMDb page about this chainsaw, how like if if it was really running, that it would have been sputtering stuff everywhere and he had to have the safety lock on it. I don't know. It's a nightmare. It's a nightmare to run a chainsaw inside a house. Yeah, don't do that. With someone around. It seems As like ugh. we've talked about um in podcasts ago, I was in charge of our like middle school or high school haunted house and you just take the chain off yeah. um and then of course you have a gas engine running inside and it's it's never good um, it's a nightmare yeah yeah <laughs> oh, i i and, did enjoy this bit i am very charmed it. by old uh michael douglas keaton in this movie i just oh yeah I don't know what it is i, I mean or maybe it's just, i loved charming. the interaction with martin mall too where he's like have yeah a beer. it's like 7 a.m <laughs> i guess uh-huh. <laughs> really scotch. funny uh, no, I scotch. Love that line. yeah no i thought it was i thought it was great and then it or, is interesting i did note that for an engineer to not know like 220 voltage was a little yeah. like ooh. <laughs> yeah maybe he should have been fired. yeah yeah um and maybe he just also impro- improvised from martin mull he was like oh say like 221 222 and oh so like, that's cool that's mm. fine um, and then not only does she get to go in a limo, but I think it's a private jet, P- right? PJ. Wild. Yeah. Like We're same day PJ. Company? Same day yeah. PJ to where? Where did they go? San Francisco? Uh, I assume. I don't even know Cleveland. if we know this time. No, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if we know this time because then she goes to the to shoot a Schooner commercial. Tuna. I think she goes to like Schooner Tuna headquarters, doesn't she? Maybe. Yeah. Something to talk Sounds to like them. a Cincinnati brand. 
<laughs> Ew, tuna from Cincinnati is not trustworthy. I don't like that at all. Mm, yeah. it gives me the, that gives it's me fresh. It's Cuyahoga brand. <laughs> I guess Cuyahoga so back- is Cleveland. Yeah, whatever. Okay. Back at the house, um, we're getting like, uh, this is like so many montages of house time. Yeah. Um, and they're going to do the sheets um, on the bed and they strip them all and then they put them all in the washing machine all at once, which, you know, you're not supposed to do, especially if you put all the soap in the washing machine at once. All the soap, like eight different times right like what was he basing this estimate on (laughs) again he's an engineer and they spray he sprayed into it it's yeah yeah, wild he's dopey he's dopey and And then then he he walks by alex his oldest son cooking by himself and like obviously (laughs) then the smoke alarm goes off it's like oh this would be pretty rough like this kid is like six and he's like using the stove (laughs) like even for a disorganized, wacky dad. I'm like, oh, I don't know. They got to learn sometime. Yeah, I guess. And so then all of a sudden, it's just like chaos, right? Like the yeah. TV repair lady shows up. Who's um, awesome. She's yeah. great. <laughs> I like her. It's clear that like mom has called all these people and he doesn't know what's going on. I or... guess. Also, dick move on her part um yeah if, if you don't tell him yeah but it was right. like it this seemed like a very like john hughesian joke and he was saying that there's a, almost the exact same thing that happens in freaky friday where like the daughter has to deal with all these like repair oh, people yeah. and they all show up at once but yeah. i didn't really get the joke of this it's like the tv repair woman and then the plumber and then the exterminator, exterminator. yeah and it's like yeah i don't i don't really get it I mean, he would know what all those things are. <laughs> I don't know why I think there's it's more that they're they're all in the house as this sort of Greek chorus to be like, you are really bad at the yeah. things you do. Right. Yeah. But then all these things are happening. That's not his fault. Like the vacuum cleaner comes alive and the Eats baby Kenny's gets a can movie. of chili. Like, oh how God. does the baby get the chili can? I do like that the handyman embraces Alex in the basement. <laughs> They're both like, oh, just cowering together. together. Yeah. I know, wild. that was very cute. Yeah. Uh, and then, like, all the repair people leave. It's like, chaos! And then they uh-huh. and then they go. Um, Not our problem. And yeah. Yeah. And uh, the next thing I have is that the dad tries to go get a job at like a placement service. And there's like all these other dads there that also can't have jobs. And they're talking about recipes. Oh my God. But then it's like, I actually think it's kind of like treated kind of cutely, like and genuinely. And then he asks for like the recipe at the end, which I think is like really fun. Yeah. They don't, I mean, I was a tasty recipe. Yeah. I was like bracing for a lot more misogyny and homophobia in this movie and it doesn't quite do it like it lightly it skirts on the top but it doesn't it doesn't punch down and it's not it's not lazy yeah no it's a subtle movie i think yeah i think so too i think so um and then philip comes your favorite scene corporate olympics oh my goodness yeah so there's just like a bunch of stretching (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like really ill-advised kinds of stretching um and at first i didn't realize it was an olympic i didn't see the whole obstacle course i just thought it was like the track because it was just <laughs> like really small and like for real like they're not even gonna they're just gonna do one race um but i enjoyed the flippers that was a fun element there's a lot of thought to be put into this very fun obstacle course 
Um, yeah, this would be kind of fun to, to recreate. This. Yeah, we could like recreate it. Because um, yeah, let, let's, so it's Flipper Race. I think yeah. I wrote some of them down. Um, first of all, that it's all set to the Chariots of Fire song. Yeah, and um, then it's Flipper Race to a ribbon. So you think it's at the end, but right. then it totally isn't. I don't know why they do that. It just looks cool, I guess. <laughs> Each stage has ribbons. They just <laughs> yeah, love ribbons. Right. Then it's crawling through the small little like blocks. Yeah. Then oh, I stopped taking note. Like there's the tricycle race. Oh through yes. the the weaving around. Yeah, there's a lot of hurdles, trampoline. Oh yeah, hurdles, the toy tunnel. Yeah, it's awesome. Them all down, and And then it's just kind of a sprint to the finish. During this whole thing, they're like, "You have to let the boss win," and they are actively trying to cancel or to tackle him. Yeah, I guess they're like trying to for his own good, for everybody's good, probably. Um, Yeah, and then well, I was like, I don't know if if they don't want her, I don't know. Right. Around. Yeah. Let like him why? win, and then they'll look better. But maybe he gets in such a bad mood that he right. fires. Multiple yeah, they don't want to piss him off. Yeah. Yeah, but then he sees his wife's face. He's winning, and then he sees his wife's face, which Terry Gar kind of has to do like an interesting. Like she's not so in the know or invested, but she kind of is worried about him winning. Yeah. And so he kind of catches a glimpse of that, and then like fakes a cramp. Um, it was nice of him. It was. And it I don't know. Like you could have seen it he going. Won. Oh, he yeah. would have won. He would have won. Those flippers, though, that was a really fun payoff. That moment where they yeah. came out with the flippers. I was like. Totally. I like that. I respect that. Um, And then the next note I have is just beard. Then beard. it's just like. Here it's he just comes. A quick cut to what do we think? Like three weeks later or something, maybe. Uh, I don't know how don't long know. does it take to grow a beard like that. He's also like, as much as I am a beard lover, he's not that beard is not great. He's not. Well, it's not it. real. Well, I mean, it's maybe all the glued f- on. Wait, it's, yeah. it is glued on. Oh, so it must be. Yeah. Well, is. the first part awkward. Could, the first part might have been like some stubble, but then once it gets thicker, no, it's really right. glued on. And then he keeps on saying, like, once it comes in, it's like, dude, it's been months. I don't think this is coming in. Yeah, this is this is it, baby. This is uh, it. Also, there's an amazing uh, Kids in the Hall sketch where it's basically this guy goes on vacation, starts to grow a beard. And afterwards, he's like, I forget who is the person, but he's like, oh, honey, maybe it's time for you to cut the beard. He's like, the beard stays, you go. And it just, <laughs> <laughs> the beard starts <laughs> Showing his life. Amazing. Oh my God. That's awesome. Funny enough, that's what I said to Jeff um, about his beard. The beard stays and you go. Yeah. (laughs) Wanted the beard to stay and Jeff to leave somehow. (laughs) That's amazing. So then we um, kind of have like another montage of like what's going on with dad. It's not a music montage or anything, it's just like a series of his clips. Like clips. Yeah. And um, we see him like being more involved now in the soap opera. He's also been wearing the same shirt. Yeah, famously, repeatedly, famously, a plaid shirt. I like which... the shirt though. I like nice. the shirt too. I don't think it's a bad shirt, but maybe it's just been worn too much. Yeah, I think her complaint is it hasn't been washed. Um, yeah. Uh, Do you think he ever fixed the washing machine? 
I don't know. It seems like he's avoided like everything. Like it seems like this, this point (laughs) of him is like avoiding talking to people. He's just kind of in an avoidant phase. Like, I mean, you see he's a little depressed. Oh yeah. I mean, you see him like raking, raking toys just like under the, (laughs) it's just like everything is like bare minimum effort. Uh, A lot of, a lot of soap opera watching Mm -hmm. simultaneously to. You know, he does see the women of the neighborhood at the poker game gamble coupons oh yeah it's actually interesting i mean thinking about it it is almost it's it's a little over the top but it's it's not a very humorous portrayal of depression i mean not that it should be but like (laughs) it's pretty like it's a pretty realistic yeah because he's still functioning i mean he's still holding it together you don't get the sense that the kids are unsafe but it's just not fun like yeah you think they're a little unsafe, maybe? They're a little unsafe, yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Well, before, when they're cooking on the... Yeah. It seems like he's, like, kind of has control, but it's just, like, super status quo, and he's not really I mean, enjoying that everything. iron is sitting oh, that's face true. down on the board for the longest time, and it gave me just, like... Oh, yeah. Just, like, lift it up, lift, lift it up. No, that's true. <laughs> Why would and you then, ever have an iron sitting straight down yeah. on the board? That's that's true. Yeah, that's and I don't. True. And then while they're at the poker game, he like we we see that he looks down Joan's shirt from the camera angles. Like I know he's like, well, my wife's off at work, so I should be able to look down Joan's shirt or something like that. I just I'm like mm, I well like counterpoint. I think Joan's shirt pretty much looks him straight in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Joan's she shirt did, looked up at him. <laughs> she does not give him much of a choice. She is. It's I know, true. but directing it to his eyeballs, but sort of like, yeah, he's he's slipping. He's not away. fighting it as much as he should be. Yeah. So yeah, Miriam is in this scene. That's the character's name. Who is cousin Eddie? Oh wait, yeah, cousin Catherine. Right. No wait, is her name Miriam Flynn? Maybe that's the that's the actress's name. I don't know. It's either the actress or the character is called Miriam. Got it. She's cool. Yeah, she looked so much older to me in this movie than she did in National Lampoons, which was mm, later. Interesting. Um, Came out in the same year, though. Oh, it did? Yeah, because this actually made more It made more money than Vacation. Christmas Vacation? One. No, no, oh. the first no, one. No, she's in. she's in the first one, too. Oh, she is? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. in Wally Oh, World. I didn't realize that. Okay, that makes sense. So um, mom comes home, and she's like, what the frack? And then she goes upstairs to work in her sexy PJs. Yeah. What you do? Mm-hmm. Although I've got a question. Who won the hand? It like the other woman called her bluff or he also maybe says not out bluff. loud that she has two pair. It's like, shut up, man. <laughs> it's well, poker. no, the, it was over at that point. The other woman oh, called her and she was I like, see. what do I have? And oh, then she's like okay. two pair. And then we never find out what huh. the other person has. And it's right. like, hmm. that's, I don't important. know. Yeah. Well, it's a, super. It's a, lot of, it's a lot of coupons. So somebody's. Oh, yeah. I guess they're paying for coupons, which is kind yeah. of fun. Mm-hmm. And then is it now that like he falls asleep watching TV and is dreaming of Joan? Well, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Where Joan comes over in the trench coat. Yeah. This took me forever to realize it was a dream. I was like, I, what is I, happening? I yeah. flipped back and forth like three times, and I've seen this movie a bunch. Okay, interesting. And it crept in my brain, oh, like someone gets 
shot obviously it's a dream but i was still going like it's a dream it's not a dream it's a soap opera it's not a dream mm -hmm. i don't know yeah yeah because they really don't do anything it's not like do 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 yeah. do and even when he wakes up that's the thing it's like he wakes up from it and you're like wait did he wake up or did he hallucinate because his eyes are awake <laughs> his eyes are open <laughs> and he's staring at the television she's like whoa i think he like yeah hallucinated drifted off dreamed, yeah because he said he was losing it so i think this is he like was kind of kinda losing that. it that was a wild little dream <laughs> Yeah, and I have the note here that Michael Keaton is like such a talented and specific physical comedian. Just the way he's like motioning and falling around and like I don't know. He's just he's really great. I like that he falls into his own like death outline. Yeah, totally, Gosh. totally. Yeah. That was another thing that like I think is ingrained in my body of just like, oh, if you don't fall in the outline, scooch. scooch into <laughs> yeah, <it."> totally. <laughs> but Joan is at the door. I think I had doorbell. It's Joan. Yeah. And then it seems like this is kind of like snapped him into yeah. reality. And he's like, I gotta, get, I gotta get my shit together, get into shape. So then we have a montage of, um, which is very cute of them, like working out all to get dent, like leading aerobics and like, um, conquering the vacuum and shaving his beard and picking up. And now he's a parking monitor. There's a parking mm -hmm. monitor being a more engaged hat. I do enjoy that, like, yeah. in another movie, I think, like, in a movie like 500 Days of Summer, this would have translated into, like, how can I be good at business? Like, I got to get that job, you know? Like, he's not trying to, it's not like he bought himself a suit and he goes on interviews. He's, like, just becoming a better person. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, becoming a father and husband that's, like, actually, like, helpful. Um, except. Which is, except. When he tells his kid he's got to burn the whoopee. What? is that that is such a bummer i didn't understand yeah. that. i know it was one of, it's in the runner <laughs> he, for my he just su suggests it he doesn't demand it <laughs> he's you're a child like if somebody strongly suggests something my parents notoriously tell the story my mom loves to brag that i have straight teeth and it's, she says it's because she told me like if i didn't throw my pacifier away i was gonna have crooked teeth she like threatened me as a child right 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 <laughs> and um and is like proud of it and i think this is like a whoopee situation i didn't understand like i know that it's gross i guess and it's getting gross but who cares wash it. like wash it if he loves it and that kid is so little that's mm -hmm. the thing like i don't really get and his mom but... yeah also newsflash your uh pacifier probably would have just affected your baby teeth and not your mm. Big girl teeth. So. Well, that's what I'm um, saying. Yeah. Yeah. It's all a lie. My big girl teeth. I know it's a lie. Okay. And uh, I'm still Ken dealing with it. And Kenny is so cute. That He's little so kid. Cute. I know. He looks yeah. so much like um, Annie's nephew, Charlie. And I just like couldn't handle it. Just his little Aww. face. His little face. And oh my God. When he finally gives the whoopee up, he's like, I would like a moment to myself which is yeah. so cute um yeah but i yeah i don't i don't understand this choice at all um so at least he just has him take it for a couple of days to see which is definitely the right decision don't burn right. a blanket anyway yeah, like, what an insane idea in your own even home like, he already burned shirt. his shirt yeah. yeah yeah totally um yeah well jokes on him because he made that fancy dinner his wife didn't show up. Yeah. Never light can tall, very tall candles in a movie because those suckers are going to burn down. Totally. And show time lapse. Yeah. 
Good point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we're at the pitch where she is pitching quote unquote bleeding heart shit uh, to <laughs> the funder or to the, yeah, the tuna, pe- the big, big tuna saying that you should, you know, just tell moms and, and, and families that you're going to cut your like price by 50 cents. Right. Well, right. Because like, otherwise people. they were spending money on things like giving people owls and glasses. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like the prize stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and they love but- it. They're they're obsessed with it. Well, first we think he doesn't love it, and then it's true he loves it. <laughs> Although first I thought she was going to suggest because she was like, "Oh, you've got fifty thousand glasses and fifty thousand luau's. Just put them in there, and then you've got a nice flower in your glass, and you give them that." <laughs> um, <laughs> that could be good. Those flowers stayed fresh for a long time. So yeah. then, like, this executive insists, I suppose, that she flies to either L.A. or San Francisco. I can't figure out um, which one to film this commercial. Like, he needs it's her there. The most boring commercial that oh ever my gosh. existed. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Within, like, hours, she needs to be there, right? Um, so she comes home, and she needs to leave. Halloween. I will say I'd be real pissed if somebody bailed on Halloween. Like it could be pretty much any other day of the year. But when she was like, she kind of, it's like the throwaway joke. It's like, I would have loved to go as a prison maiden with you. I'm like, God fucking damn it. They had a group costume. They had a hair (laughs) costume and she bailed on that. So, well, I wrote down that he was a bank robber before I fell asleep. And then when I rewatched the movie, I wrote down he was a bank robber again. (laughs) My couchmate had to be like, he's not a bank robber. He's a prisoner. He's a prisoner. And I was like, could have robbed a bank. Oh, yeah, you mean like he kind of looked like the Hamburglar? <laughs> I think it was that he looked like the Hamburglar. <laughs> I like uh, a steel burger. And I that's think that's funny. what it was. I just that's, like assumed he was. I get it. Yeah. Burgers. That's funny. Yeah. Um, but then she also has this point where she's like, can we just talk like next week about this? I'm like, yes, definitely talk next week. Like, I don't I, at the same time, as, as upsetting as it is to Ms. Halloween, it's like, what does he want her to do right now? You know, like, yeah, obviously, like, this is a conversation for next week. He doesn't want her to forget what's important. Oof, right. yikes. Think about what's important. Right. And then you kind of get the sense, like, I guess he worked at the factory down the street. So, like, he probably wasn't flying all over the country. But still, like, I'm sure, yeah. I'm sure this is just total role reversal. Like, mm-hmm. I guess they're making the point that, like, he's better than he was before. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I mean, I think in their 80s mind, they add in the whole Martin <laughs> Mull of it that you have this mm-hmm. sort of smoothie guy drinking cocktails in the limo that he has to see. And that's what makes him more I justified guess. in being like, don't go. Yeah, I know. Still. I have a question for you, Philip. Oh, As yeah. Resident I got an answer. Dad, is that too yep. young to potty train that baby? Um, How old is that baby? I'm I don't know. She looked like a baby. She was like a not baby. two. She's not two. And they were like no. potty training her, and I just felt like we we wait. No, I, I know the talk, scene you're talking about where she's like <laughs> sitting up and sitting down, a little too young. Um, we potty trained Alva around starting around like one, and mm. then realized it was like not going well, and then we kicked it down the road a little while little ways some people that forget and just think they did a really good job will be like oh i potty six months and it went great there's really a range of when you can start and how long it takes and 
if you start too early, it's just going to take forever. And if you do it, start too late, it, they'll pee their bed forever. But maybe because yeah. it's a third kid, they thought they could just like, you know, get to it. Yeah. Get to it. But I mean, you probably have those little like mini potties all over the place. And right. It, it may not have even been like potty training. It's just like, hey, I don't yeah. feel like changing a diaper. Sit on yeah, this. Yeah, that's potty. true. Go cuck on this. Yeah. <laughs> that's dad talk. Thank you. <laughs> Speaking of dad talk, that babysitter, am I right? Won't she be a terrifying sight when she comes to your door? I guess. He really I was, mean, it was I pretty anti goth. So. Like, yeah. Just I'm like, sure. let her do it. Who cares? Like, where yeah, did he even get who, her number? Who referred right. her? Yeah. Right. Who called her? If yeah. she does a good job. Right. I think she this was like the kids. 80s view of like, it's essentially like the people from, oh my God, what was the movie we did with Bachelor Party, like eating dog food at that party? Or, you know what I mean? Like, just yeah. like punk, punk rockers. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, just the most terrifying thing ever. Oh, I love 80s punk rockers. As I long know. as it's not like the kids from Requiem for a Dream, I'm like, go for it <laughs> right totally so then then he gets called in he, he has to go to this meeting that jeffrey tambor has called and like i don't quite understand jeffrey tambor's plan like just get him in there and like he'll just say that he did it yeah get him <laughs> to lie but don't prepare him well i guess he's kind of promised him a job ish at half and, pay or like third yeah. they're all like hiring all three of them at like this one salary i don't know <laughs> right right and then i guess the whole thing is like he doesn't need a job because his wife is working and the other two have and that's why they've confessed that like something mm. is their fault like i don't know whatever it's it is pretty non-specific that the numbers are bad yeah but oh jeffrey tambor yeah and is this where they go out with the girls um oh yeah. to the strip club yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> i wrote Jack is out with his ladies. Who's babysitting now? Why? That's what I was wondering. We get the answer, but <laughs> yeah. yeah. Why did they take him here? Why did he want to do this? It's I so don't know, odd. but that was a very odd, very intense stripper scene. Like that intro with the space disco it was wild. I'm, I'm there for that. <laughs> I yeah, know. I like, wanted totally. that, but I wanted I wanted more of burlesque and less strip. I wrote you know? it was wonderfully like, hairy and awkward. Yeah. yeah, and Jack yeah. like gave money to the stripper, and I yeah. don't think it was like I mean, homophobically yeah. undertoned. No, it it wasn't. They had no. Like, I think good, he was just kind of shy. Coladas. Yeah. yeah, they did have. And then Joan gets up to and, Joan and just dances with these people. I'm like, I don't think you can do this. Like, this yeah, is Joan. a really well choreographed like strip dance. She was like, yeah, really throwing her body. Into She's it. been there before. Um, mm. It seems like it. Oh. That woman's name is Annette. Yeah. Cousin. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, so then, then we flash back to San Francisco, wherever this is, for the commercial um, where Terry Garzik drinking a milkshake <laughs> with a, <laughs> a, a bubble bath. <laughs> I know. I'm like, man, they really want to have her be. Yeah, exactly. But I wonder like, what the choice of the milkshake is besides, <laughs> and not alcohol. I think they kind of want her to be like the perfect person, I suppose um or maybe or it's there's indulgence there's booze in that milkshake yeah it could don't be. sell yourself short that could be that's um, a triple mudslide Ooh, yeah well creepy martin mall just bursts into her room Oy. yeah with a bellhop gross um with room service and he's and a little wasted it seems like yeah. he's kind of forgotten himself a little bit 
I do love the line. I think it's like, uh, you've been drinking. It's like, yep, a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and of course, this is when dad and the kids call to check in on mom. Yeah. And he answers and the phone. He answers the phone. He's drunk a lot. So I guess that yeah. makes sense in his brain. But it yeah, and seems he's like kind of like, who is thing. this? Oh, my God, totally. And then... Michael Keaton gets so mad that he throws the phone across the room, like at not at Annette, but like in front of her. Mm-hmm. I'd be pretty yeah. f out I would if too. somebody did that. Um, she seemed somewhat entertained for a sec, and then finally, after like kicking the TV, she's go. like, "Oh, okay, now it's time for me to go." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have not, fun with your cool. three kids and your yeah. violent rage. Yeah, right. good luck with that. And uh, back in the hotel room. I think that Carolyn is pretty clear that she wants Martin Mull to leave. Yeah. He says no multiple times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and then she, she punches up, him. Yeah. Like breaking his nose. It seems like, he said he wouldn't get out of a room. Yeah. I don't, um, I don't love violence, but it seemed like. No, that was appropriate. No, that seemed like self-defense. He mm-hmm. was very much like just physically mm-hmm. like dominating her. And then, um, so then we, flashback to is it like the next day that joan comes over yeah, yeah. the plane the plane's well, landing yeah joan is yeah. arriving yeah and then michael keaton kind of just has this like debate with himself in the mirror i guess whether or not to sleep with joan is that what's uh, happening i don't think that's really what's happened like he knows the conclusion but it's i it's don't just know this kind of bit that he's doing for himself yeah, because yeah. he knows he thinks his wife has been cheating on him, which I don't really think he believes that. I don't know. No, he doesn't believe that. I know, I know. I it's it feels like a we were on a break kind of situation. But, <laughs> but it's like, huh. This debate in the mirror is annoying. I don't like it. Um yeah. I yeah. know. I agree. As much as I enjoy him being like, mm, Kenny would talk. But it's also like, so what you're gonna tell no, your son. It's, a funny line. it's very funny. And the way he's <laughs> delivering, it's like the way Michael Keaton are, is delivering this stuff is amazing. The content of it is like, ugh, I don't know if I need this. I just think yeah. it's creepy and kind of outdated and like, yeah, weird. Also, like, think of the backstory. Like, if he's, let's say he decides, yes, I'm going to hook up with Joan. His three kids are in the house. Yeah. He's got two or three service people in the house as oh my well God. at the same time. All of like, this. I mean, even the fact, like, I love the line delivery of Kenny would talk, but it's like, you're going to, like, ask your kids to keep the Everyone would like, talk. What? Yeah. yeah. Um, but then it's discovered, then it's like the switcheroo that, you know, Carolyn discovers Joan, and then Joan's gone, and um, so they come out and basically kind of accuse each other of almost cheating, <laughs> um, which I guess cancels it out. Uh and then, well, of course, because Jack had to be in the shower because they were painting the living room. They were doing right. like mm-hmm. home improvement. Well, so did he redo the bedroom as well while she was gone? Yeah, yeah. to a jungle theme. From okay. Sears. Yeah. It's loosely jungle. Well, that's what he tells. <laughs> yeah. No, I know. Several yeah. times I hear that, but it's just like. Yeah. No, I know. I know. Um, I mean, they, it has mosquito nuts. <laughs> That's the the jungle. Um, And then they like head downstairs and like both of their bosses show up. um, And And the the repair people. And they hit both of their bosses. Not at 
I mean, I guess she's already hit Martin Mull, but I hate the setup to hit Jeffrey Tambor is so annoying. Like Jeffrey Tambor, like he's like a jerk, but is he really trying to just scream at a child? <laughs> like for the, in, like, especially in the home? first time. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't, it was just like, Oh, we're doing business. Hey kids get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. He should have used like an expletive and then it would have like Something. raised it a little bit. Mm. You know? Yeah. Then he like punches at him in the face at the, in the weirdest, like edit. Like it's like, very slow i don't even i don't think it doesn't seem like it's michael keaton's fist that punches him from like off camera um and then yeah so then they use these like maintenance people to negotiate yes, like moderators yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and the, so the big question is like does the mom keep her job so yeah like i think that that's my question too the television repair person basically says work from home twice a week which i, I know, know she... existed in the 80s it's like what I does know. that look like doing what like taking phone calls um it, it see it what it seems like is that she's gonna reduce to like three days a week and then michael keaton's gonna go back to full time is what it seems like they end up on huh. but then she's still with Mark, martin mall so that's kind of is like a bummer but he's like very contrite like i mean he feels like he like definitely recognizes that he went too far and maybe maybe the movie would have you believe that now they're like on the same power level, I suppose. So maybe it's not the worst to be working for him. Yeah. And especially from having watched Mad Men, like that's how that happens is once you have this sort of kerfuffle happen, mm-hmm. the woman would have an upper hand on him. Interesting. Did you guys, I'm so sorry if you said that. Did you talk about watching the boringest ad on TV for Scooter? Too? No, but they got that on the air quick because they wrapped minutes later, minutes after filming it, it's on the air in rotation and heavy. Rotation. I did, I did the editing for it. It was just like, yep, yeah, I think yeah. it looks good as no. is. He quick. just did one take where he was like, yeah, 50 cents and we're the heart of tuna or whatever. I was convinced that he was going to get her in the ad. Like, I. I sort of thought that too. right like i thought yeah, she, she should be have the been the voice of face Tina. well i kind of thought that's what was going to evolve to like she wouldn't have to work as much and now it's just this but yeah yeah and then there's means... a fr- oh go ahead go ahead no 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 because no, i'm gonna summarize oh no i was really just gonna say that terry gar is just a, a hot mom you know yeah, yeah. she's great um, yeah she really is She's beautiful. She has like this mom look, but she's gorgeous, and you know oh, she's young, what? young Frankenstein. What do you mean by mom look? Like what? Maybe like her hair, sort of. I don't know. She definitely like, has eighties hair, but I think she's like rocking. It's kind of feathery. No, and... no, that, yeah. I loved in that Michigan sweatshirt in the beginning. Like, oh yeah, Terry, she's, she's pretty. What are you doing? Pretty. <laughs> and then we have a freeze frame. Yeah, a weird freeze frame. Another weird freeze frame. Them like watching TV. Only half of the kids are looking at the camera, and it's like all of the extra people in the background still negotiating (laughs) the. Yeah, and that's the end. Ooh, good one. Thanks. I adjusted my audio, (laughs) which I realize I have to do at the beginning and the end. (laughs) Thanks. I adjusted my audio. Um, Well, only if you're making tea. (coughs) Otherwise, you can just leave it. Yeah, yeah. It's just when the teapot goes off. True. Which I don't think you did. Um. Oh, so yeah. Any? Is there any questions? This is kind of my movie. <laughs> is there any? Uh, and I, I don't know if I had any questions. Annie finished watching it today, so she watched it separately. And I think 
uh, did not have any questions for me. Yeah. I guess I just have a lot of questions about, you know, is this how advertising works? Um, That's my question. Yeah. (laughs) Like, we're like, (laughs) what is commercial? Commercial advertising. And like, is taking a 50 50 cent off advertising? That was my question. Well, it's a scheme. It's like a brand. I guess that's what they say. It's like, this isn't just one. This is like a whole culture change or something. I don't know. It's like a campaign. Yeah. I think it's a dumb one because like their whole thing is like, after this crisis is over, going right back to our super expensive prices. (laughs) We're going back. But we're the heart of America with this tuna. And they'll just all like, I think it'll work and they'll buy their tuna now. (laughs) Instantly switch off to fighting dogs. Um, Cause that's what they do. <laughs> no, they'll, they'll instantly switch to buying Bumblebee or whatever the cheapest one is. Um, yeah. Yeah. The question I had from my couchmate was, and we sort of discussed this of, of, with all this sort of like switching gender roles, does this movie pass the Bechdel test? And Probably I think not. It, it technically does. Um, because of the women, because of like the poker people. The, I think there's that one. There's also, um the short-haired annoying lady and uh terry gar sounds, and they're sounds talking- very bechdel passable yes. <laughs> short yes. hair, the casting call like, the short hair they're annoying just like, lady. don't you talk in this <laughs> and meeting. terry gar's mom look but i like it yeah oh what are they talking about like work they're about to go in the meeting and it's before they talk about ron but they have a slight conversation about how she's terry gar's not allowed to talk or have ideas <laughs> And it, it I guess passes. yeah, you're right. That's true. No, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it I think it it probably passes the spirit of the Bechdel test, you know. Like yeah. 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 Probably should have I mean, followed I, I Terry it, Gar a little bit well, more if it was past the it spirit of heck, it's I have an off game. I have an off scene Bechdel test that we didn't get to see, but it's part of my Hummers Bummers. Dummers. Um well, should we start with um bummers? Yeah, and then I can say what my thing was. Okay, yeah. Okay. It's a bummer hummer, but the the bummer is that ET Halloween costume. Oh, oh my god, that yeah. was my hummer. Was just <laughs> my hummer. I'm so 100%. sorry. That's why no, it's it was okay. a bummer I can hummer. pivot. I can pivot. Because the Oh my god. I want to know what conversations were being had between Joan and I'm assuming Ned? I think it's Ned. I think it's Ned yeah, yeah. too. And so, like, whatever they were talking about when they were getting dressed and like just living their best lives, like that had to have passed the Bechdel test. And that oh whatever decision was made where she wore that awful, <laughs> wonderfully oh awful ET Amazing. costume, Amazing. because they're also Amazing. trying. I mean, like they're talking about hitting on people, you know, and it's yeah. like, how are you going to flirt in this outfit? And then <laughs> people are into at that. And they just still on everybody. And it's just ET in the background, <laughs> just staring. It's so good. Oh my so God. Good. So that's it's why really I had good. to uh, bummer, bummer, hummer nice. it. Amazing. Um, well, that gives me time to pivot for another hummer. Cause that was like the best thing ever. Oh, sorry. Um, no, 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 you're good. Um, I guess my bummer is, is that that kid in the grocery store is still lost Yeah, <laughs> because he like trades him for Kenny. And then the woman's like, oh, thanks. 
wait, I don't have a child. I'm like, wait a minute. Where are his parents, Michael Keaton? I know. He but has I to need one. I know. I'm solved. Yeah, that's true. So anyway, hopefully that kid found a home. Mine is going to be Michael Keaton's beard. Like, oh, I, yeah. I really didn't love his hair in this. Like, he has curly hair and somehow they like puffs, puffs straightened up. it and very much in the, the market of what Bridget hates about like 80s yeah. hair. Totally. Um, but his beard was like the same thing. It's like they had like a costume person matching us. Okay, we need it to be wispy yet. I it, don't know. Yeah, it looked really bad. I mean, it looked so, very glued on. Yeah. And as a beard person myself, it really disturbed yeah. me and I hated it. Yeah, I I agree. That was definitely one of my bummers. Um, how about dumbers? Um, I can go. I I think we I mean we kind of touched on this, but I think it's dumb. Like I know Martin Mall picks up the phone when Michael Keaton calls, but mm-hmm. like the fact that he's not worried about Terry Gar, he's angry at her, is a real like dumber bummer. It's like, yeah. you know what? Your wife is in this hotel room and like you trust her, I think, you know, mm-hmm. like he really does. So it's like, he does. Why don't you go and rescue, call back or call the hotel manager? Cause it feels like there's a man in the room and you don't know who it is. Later, like you kind, he kind of recognizes his voice, I guess. But like if that, if that happened to me, but like I she would be calls really four times out. and he uh, yeah yes she's calling him too it's like figure out what this is about like something has happened mm. and might need to really help I, I like it's kind of like what you said Phil. i think the movie does a really good job at not doing that at almost every turn this like confusion and like not trusting each other um but that that's like the one time where it's like yeah this yeah. this is like not real um my dumber is going to be good old E.T. Annette uh, <laughs> telling Joan the sort of hot tea or yeah. hot dirt, whatever she has about how like this all went down with like. Yeah, that's not nice. L.A., you know, and she's like, don't tell anyone. You're telling oh, I Joan. Know. I know. You know, Joan is going to use this in the worst possible way. Wrecker. You like. You know this. Um, and she's just like, well, I've got to tell my friend. And it's like, come on. Yeah. E.T. I love how you said, come on, you're telling Joan. <laughs> oh, I Even I know. Even and I don't you know. know. I love that. Um, I think my dumber is going to be like that if your television is busted in the front, it doesn't matter if you found the problem. <laughs> because the tv found repair the person was like found the source what was it a shoe yeah and it was like well i think the tv is broken like yeah yeah totally. period and i think yeah. like in 1983 to fix that tv screen would yeah. just be it's not like you remove the problem like a tumor and then you're like right. Goodbye. yeah although i'd love to give a shout out to this tv repair like yeah. shack that was in uh, on Ritchie Highway. Um, that like was like one of the only it like it, you could bring anything to this person and they would fix it. Like, but I think about him a lot with like new TVs because I'm sure he just faded away because he was really in the tube TV. I deal with tubes, business. man. Tubes only, you know. Yeah, I need that width. That depth. That depth. <laughs> oh my God. Do you guys remember moving TVs like that, like over and over again yes. from house to house? Yes. 
and they just yeah. got thicker and thicker. You needed like yeah, four totally. people to carry them. Oof. Oh yeah. Um, I guess Hummers, right? Yeah, right. My, I'll go first because I have a Hummer and it is Terry Gar's all green outfit that she wears to work. <laughs> what do you think of this, dear? She is wearing oh, yeah. green, emerald green from head to toe. If she was in Return to Oz, I'd put my hand on her and say, Oz. And then she would turn back into one of my friends. Um, yeah, she she looked smashing in that green outfit. And I was like, what a great work outfit. And like, did she have that in her closet? Like she's been wearing sweatshirts with her hair up for, for years. And now she just had this green crisp outfit ready to go. She was it. ready for work or Lord mm. of the dance. Yeah, that's right. Michael flatly, Lord flatly. Yeah. Yeah. Michael flatly. Yeah. Um, I have a lot of Hummers in this movie, but I think, I guess this is like my general Hummer is unless I'm mistaken, like, um, I almost said Peter Keaton, <laughs> Michael Keaton. <laughs> Michael Keaton doesn't really yell at the kids. Like it, no matter what's happening, you know, like he's kind of at, at, at the worst, he's like kind of like meh, like neglecting a little bit and not engaging, but he never like yells at, he's always very jokey. Like even when things are going terribly, like the vacuums on fire and everything, like he's always like, mm. um, yeah, I don't know. And I mean, it goes kind of the same thing with like him and Terry Gar. Like there's not, Anyway, I just liked I, I liked that because I was waiting for it. I was waiting for him to be like, oh, man, I told you, you know, but he doesn't. I don't know. He doesn't do that. Um, And I just think Kenny is the cutest, too. So Kenny, like, so I, I'm glad he never yelled at Kenny. <laughs> I know. That would have been sad. Yeah. Mine is slightly an offshoot of this, but it's basically how kids think they can act and they really can't. And there's <laughs> one scene. Oh, my God. Where, is it when they get when, out of bed? Go ahead. And they're supposed to be tired. Yes. And they both do this little like shoulder shuffle. Um, oh my God. Like, I spent so much time hey, thinking about this. I'm so glad you brought it up. Hey kids, act tired. Okay. And they both do the exact same <laughs> thing. My daughter does this when she doesn't want to do something or just like, I'm tired. Boom, 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 yeah. Boom, boom. It's totally. just like kid acting one-on-one and they're yeah. good at it and they nail it. And it made me guffaw and uh. I loved it. Totally. I know. I wondered if like the it felt to me like what happened was like John, like the director is like, OK, act tired when you get out of bed. And I think I think what happened is that that younger kid acted like that. And then the older kid kind of mimicked him. And it was like way more pronounced. It's like, oh, wait, what's happening? <laughs> These kids are just acting tired. <laughs> but I totally saw that. Yeah, it was funny. It's, yeah, <laughs> it was amazing. Um, Should we talk about our outfits? Let's talk about outfits. Outfits. Oh, and our outfits. Oh man, what are we gonna talk about with our outfits? I'm trying to look at your um, outfits. Hey, Bridget. Yeah, um, Philip. I see you're uh, a fan of horror movies because you've basically got uh, all the a shirt just showing all these like old biddies like surrounding this one person and they're like what be you gonna get and it's just uh it's very scary <laughs> it's very specific to this movie um yeah that's what yeah. i got thank you thank you for noticing that i hand embroidered the shirt so mm -hmm. um katie i love that you have like a, a deep open shirt with some 
applied chest hair, um, similar yeah. to the to the beard hair on Michael oh, Keaton, but also yeah. to the burly chest haired male strippers um that we got to enjoy so wonderfully with joan um and then uh you also have a hat on like a kind of a trucker style hat that says um work for me i'll punch you (laughs) (laughs) kind of reverse but yeah you know Mm -hmm. know yeah um phil i like the the joan bob that you're rocking mm-hmm. um yeah like around your face because that's where your hair goes um and then the t-shirt that has the like hourglass on it and then just like joan and annette and all of those poker women it just says days of our wives Ooh. <laughs> although what was the soap opera they were watching it's like was it as the world turns or I wrote her down. We're young at the restless because it was a it was a real one because I, I read it the fact that they were they actually used footage from it, which is kind of oh, wild. Yeah, because I got I got the song wrong. Um, mm. so I said it was Days of Our Lives, but it's The Young and the Restless. The Young and the Restless. That's right. Yeah, I did enjoy. I did enjoy how in, like he would when he was like in his more depressed mode, how he was still into it. But he's like, of course, like that's obviously what's going to happen. You know what I mean? As, yeah. As a kid, I watched a lot of soaps with my grandma. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, it was awesome. I was into it. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved his outrage with the, the vasectomy. It didn't take? Like, I don't know. <laughs> he played it. I I really liked how Michael Douglas played anything. Anyway. Um, well, so I guess it's about that time, right? Is That's that right. Real? It's Do that I go, time. Am I going first? You go first. Technically. Um, well, I... I've probably been tipping my hat, I guess, the whole time. I think I just like talked myself into. I I think this movie is for real. I think had John Hughes directed this movie, I can, I think I can see what kind of movie it would have been. I bet I wouldn't have liked it very much. But I just loved Michael Keaton's performance so much and Terry Gar. Um, I probably didn't need a lot of other people. Like I probably didn't need as many villains as we had. We had like two boss mm. villains and a neighbor villain. I don't think you need the, you know, I, I could have done without that stuff. But um, yeah, I think kind of like what we were talking about, like it never, they had a really good relationship. It never goes into that like nagging wife or I don't know it for being 1983. It was like pretty forward thinking. And they called themselves out a lot on like the role reversal where she's like, yeah, I've been doing this forever. You don't get this. Um, so yeah, I, I was, I was pleasantly surprised with, with all of that. And yeah. I liked all the performances. Yeah, I I agree with you. I I think this movie is for real. It's um, you know, I think this trope of like, oh, a husband can't stay home mm-hmm. with the kids is such a like icky thing that I think just continued to get played out in worse ways, like on shows and things that people really liked um for a long time and so i agree with you katie that like i kind of appreciated the way that it was handled and like i don't know like it sounds like the mom doesn't have to give up her job and maybe the dad can work from home two days and maybe we should all just like have more flexibility with our work so that right we can parent and and yeah. take care of our families and our lives anyway i was like okay be... call me yeah i know such a i'm like way to None be progressive it. in that time span um yeah and i it did there was moments that i really liked i thought the kids were so cute um and yeah. i liked their little family and um yeah i think it was a fun role for michael keaton and he did great and 
So yeah, I'll give it the for real rating. I, I still like, I watched this as, as a kid before I probably understood a lot of it and I found it boring. Mm. I still find it a little boring. Uh, like mm -hmm. it, it has some sort of sleepy, it's just, yeah. it should be funnier at parts. I, I mean, the flip side of that, I think it is sort of this sort of subtle and nuanced movie. And I think I need to give it like credit for that sort of thing. Um, I also like, you know, um, Batman in this role. <laughs> I think he does a, a good job. Yeah. Um, and I, I like Martin Mull. I, I can see him in everything. I think he plays a really good smarmy dude um i'm gonna say it's for real as a person who's about to go into a mr mom phase in my life for at least a, a month or two mm -hmm. uh it's it's fun to like look at this I, i'm much better than michael keaton is at, at this but uh, <laughs> yeah yeah it's it should be funnier but it's it's worth watching um so it's for real. Yeah, it's interesting you say that because it is like it's only an hour and a half, but it does kind of drag. Like I there was a point where like that montage where he fixes himself and stuff. I was surprised how much movie we had after that. It's yeah. Like, Whoa. Now there's like another it's still we're dealing with the neighbor jealousy thing. It was kind of interesting. Like he's still bad at this stuff. Like yeah. he hasn't he's been doing this forever and he's still really bad at it. And, yeah. You know, yeah. 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 Uh, and the sleepiness. Oh my God. Yeah. The I music, did sleep. Sleepiness I did wild. sleep in the film. But so. that's what I mean. And maybe See? it wasn't the sax in the beginning. It was just like whatever the music was that they played at the end was just that like growing pain. Like it was like, <laughs> oh, like so lull you off to soothing sleep. to me. I it is soothing, but there's something almost like sad about it. I don't yeah. know how to describe it, but yeah. I know. Here's my uh, song pick. I think, uh, let's see if Katie can recognize it. Yes! I was hoping this is what it would be. <laughs> I'm just like riding my bike through uh, the Florida swamp right now. Lost my job, came home and got a hug and a kiss, and that's too bad, she said. I can go to work until you find another job. I thought, I like the sound of that. Watch TV and take long naps. Go from my hard working day. This was made like way after the movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Your crayons go up one drawer higher. Rewind Barney for the 15th time. Wow. I know. It's a, it's a cartoon it's a music cartoon. video by yeah. Lone Star who sings. It's so catchy. In my a good song. <laughs> huh? you like it? What, is it? Is it a good song? No, I mean I don't know. It just stuck in my head. I this, sang it so this, much. This this YouTube has I liked it. Three million one hundred and forty five thousand sure. views. So I used to love singing people. this song. And it's from two thousand ten. So was it before yes. that? When no, no. Florida. Oh, no. The the video must be after. Okay, but no, so. no, I was in Florida like um two thousand and four. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's way after the movie, but it like really goes through yeah. it's the whole thing. There's a dog in this song. Also, there's, also, yeah, there's a dog. And that's why I thought there'd be a dog in the movie because of the song, I think. Oh. Also, yeah. there's a thing that Mr. Mom became this pejorative phrase. This is in like the mm. factoids or whatever. And they like banned it at certain schools about using Mr. Mom and just calling people dad. What? It's like I've never heard that in like context of like, oh, you must be Mr. Mom. 
like just referring to someone who's taking care of their kids. But it seems yeah. that shit crazy to me. It's called someone yeah. a dad. They had to like ban the phrase, apparently. Because people are being like so insulted or like or I don't just know. because because people forgot how to say the word dad. <laughs> like, yeah, well, like, it was more of that, a dad they were worried the dad would become eradicated that seems like the easiest thing to That's correct so anyways it's oh like gosh yeah, what are you do- you just being dad you, you oh talking to me it's i don't wild. know but yeah jeez. Oh, well thank you so much to your family philip yeah, yeah tracy, gosh, tracy, tracy s and john, john s. s oh that's not the we call him papa s tracy yeah. s and john yeah. s oh my gosh for that really sweet introduction that was happy, really fun happy father's day yeah, to all yeah happy yes. papa's day papas papas don't preach <laughs> papa don't preach we're happy all papa's in day, love but don't too deep preach. Yeah, yeah. Papa's, I would love to. Do. Don't breach. Oh my god. Um, and don't say Mr. Mom. It's offensive. Yeah, it's banned. So <laughs> sorry. Unless you're referring to the. You movie. actually can't. Um. <laughs> oh God, we're gonna be censored. <laughs> okay. Till next time. See ya. Toodaloo. Hi everyone. I'm Joel Murphy. And I'm Stephanie Smar. And this is Stephanie Knows Some Shit, where every week we are going to tap into Stephanie's brain and share with you some of the insight that she has about cooking, shopping, Top Chef, all of the things that you want to know. Yeah, we're going to tell some stories, enjoy some time together, and really dive into the things that you might be afraid to Google. We might have the answer. I actually, I'm pretty confident we do. 